it's the best time of day. Time to relax and take your bra off. Brought to you by DenseUltrasound.com. This is the podcast that celebrates, educates, and relates to women and breast health. Thanks for joining me. I'm Sandy Weaver, the daughter of a woman who almost beat breast cancer, owner of two dense breasts, and I'm passionate about empowering you to take charge of your breast health. Heather Clark is a self-help health and wellness blogger living in St. Petersburg, Florida. Lucky, lucky woman. Her creativity in college revealed her passion for making a difference in the world. She's an integral part of the DBU team. Welcome, Heather. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. So what's it like to live in St. Petersburg, Florida? Only just like the tropical mecca of the world, I think. Oh my gosh, it's so beautiful here. We live in a city, um, so it's a little bit different than the rest of Florida, but everyone here is so creative, and it's just such a fun place to live. Just walking down the street, you can just meet all different kinds of people. We love it. How did you end up living in St. Petersburg? Well, my boyfriend and I both graduated from college in St. Augustine, and St. Augustine is a beautiful historical town, but there's not a whole lot of job opportunities and stuff like that there. So we were looking to uh, move somewhere else and we found St. Pete and we just absolutely fell in love with it. So tell me about what happened in college that launched you into a self-help and health and wellness blogger. Well, I had been in communications, actually. I was first going to school at the University of Wisconsin-Whitewater and I took my very first PR class and that is when I first learned of blogging. So that was like five years ago or something. And I immediately from the moment I learned of what blogging was, I just felt called to do it. And I knew that was what I wanted to do. At the time, I didn't even know that you could make money off of it or anything, or it could be a career, but it just sounded so, it sounded like so much fun. And it sounded like something I'd be really good at, but I didn't know what I was like passionate about yet. So I started, oh, I think four different blogs and they ended up failing because I was trying to mimic what other people were getting successful at or I was still like trying to find my voice and what I felt called to talk about. And I didn't know what that was yet. And I had ended up transferring to Flagler College in St. Augustine and was studying strategic communication there. And through one of my classes, one of my professors, his name was Eric Hoffman. He gave me this incredible opportunity to work on this no smoking policy at the school. The first semester was all um, research and trying to see if the campus would be accepting of a no smoking policy. So I surveyed like 400 different people on campus and got their opinions about it and put together all this different information to give to the president and started writing the policy and what it would look like. And then I had to go through this stage of um, trying to get people on campus to sign off on the policy and presenting to it the president and the board of trustees a bunch of times and that project became my entire life for over a year and finally I was able to get the no smoking policy written and implemented and then the following semester I had to create a um, mock campaign with a group and figure out what exactly that would look like when Flagler finally was officially launched the no smoking policy. So then I helped build that, and I actually got hired by the college after graduation to implement the policy, the campaign, um, to create an event, to um, let the community know that we were now smoking tobacco-free. So through that whole experience, I, I got a lot of professional experience, but I also 
was having students walk up to me on campus and they were telling me like I was able to give up smoking because of the cessation classes you brought in and they would tell me like I have horrible asthma I haven't been able to walk through campus in years without fearing that I was going to have to go to the hospital and they were like because of you I could walk through campus now so that's when I realized that I really wanted to be in health and wellness because I made an actual difference in the lives of the people in my town. So that's kind of how I got into health and wellness. And then just through my own experience, I also kind of tied in self-help as well. And that's when I learned that I was passionate about self-help. Wow. That is quite a story, Heather. And I would have to say, you know, <laughs> most people in college would just be happy to get a good grade on a project. But not only did you get a good grade, you were hired <laughs> by the school to do what you wrote about. That's amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. I've never been so proud of myself before. Oh, you should have been. You warrior princess, you. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Plus, what does it feel like to know that for the people that you help to quit smoking, you probably mm -hmm. are going to help them live longer. You, what you did will extend their lives. Yeah, exactly. And that just makes, it makes me so happy knowing that. And, you know, since that day at the event, talking to all the students and hearing their experience and meeting so many people with asthma and so many people whose family members died of lung cancer and people who were able to quit smoking after years of being smokers, it just made me realize that I want, I wanted to do something that impacted people like that every day. You know, I didn't want that to be the only time that I was able to do that for people. It was just such, it was such a fulfilling experience. So what attracted you to the position that you have now with dense breast ultrasound? Well, I graduated from college, started working for the college and uh, my boyfriend had moved over to St. Pete and started working already. And I knew I had to get over here and, you know, start working um, on this side of Florida. And so I started looking for a full-time job, which is what you're supposed to do right out of college. And I got a nine to five job working for a health and fitness company. And it was your, you know, typical standard cubicle job, nine to five, doing work all day long that was not fulfilling me. There were really no breaks in the office environment. People didn't like talk to each other and I was just very unhappy and I knew like I, I just went from creating a policy and changing people's lives to now being in this cubicle and like no one talks to me all day you know and I was just I was just not happy at that position so I decided to um, finally turn my blog lost online into a career for myself so I decided to leave that job and focus on the blog and focus on getting more posts out, more content all the time and um, figuring out ways to earn money doing that. But I knew I don't want to just be at home all day working on a blog by myself. I want to have that experience that I had at Flagler College somewhere else too. So I went looking for a part-time position that would allow me to directly impact people like that. That would allow me to still get experience in blogging and communications and promotions and all those things, um, but also impact people and their lives and their health in a positive way. And I just kept looking and looking and I, I didn't want to settle. Um, and I finally discovered dense breast ultrasound and I talked to Tony and the moment I talked to her, I knew that I had found the perfect position for me. I love that you and Tony found each other. Don't you adore her energy? 
Oh, yes, I do. Yeah, she's so, I could tell, like, right from meeting her, she's so energetic. She's so passionate about what she does. She's so optimistic. It's just, it's so nice to be around someone that feels like that. It just kind of brings out that side of you. It makes you excited to work. Before we talk about what your plans are for working with DBU, tell me about Lost Online blog. Well, Lost Online started out as I, I wasn't sure what to write about. It was very hard for me to figure out what I was passionate about because I feel like when people ask what you're passionate about, it's just such a loaded question. It's like, oh my gosh, how do I even respond to that? You know, when you're young, you don't even know. So I just asked myself, okay, what would I be willing to write about for a year straight? And I would never get bored about it. And being in strategic communication and learning about digital media all the time, I just said digital media and the effects that it has on us. So I spent a whole year writing about social media and Instagram and how it had impacted me and why you should take a detox from social media and all the different ways that it has influence on young people. And I did that and I loved it. So that's kind of how Lost Online came to be because I had found that I had gotten lost online and into these online personas and kind of forgot, you know, that reality so different than what we see online but young people are growing up and they kind of they want to mirror that and they don't realize you know what you see online is filtered it's fake it's artificial you, it can't be replicated in real life so I wrote all about that and that's how Lost Online had come to be and since then it's just continued to grow and it's continued to be more about health and wellness and self-help and my own experience so now I cover so many different topics on the blog and it just continues to evolve. So I think that's the way a lot of things work is they just start off as one thing and then they start evolving and now you've evolved mm -hmm. from talking about social media and talk, tell me about a detox from social media. Why, why do I need to quit playing with Facebook and Instagram? <laughs> uh, well, I think it's really important for people to take a detox because you don't realize how much time you spend on your devices all day long. Um, and you also don't realize how disconnected it's making you from reality and how you're kind of getting sucked into this online world and this like mindless scroll and you're just kind of unaware of your surroundings and what's happening around you. Um, and so I think it's really important for people to step away and take a little bit of a detox where you just don't go on social media for like a week and the time that you would spend on social media you would instead spend in ways that actually um, help you mentally and like help you, um, you know, doing self-help or, you know, doing journaling or going for walks or reading or going out to dinner with someone, doing something that fills you up and makes you feel good and energized. And I think people realize that once they spend a couple days off of social media, doing those things, investing in themselves and relaxing you just kind of get this new view of social media and how it's maybe become a little bit more of an addiction than we would like it to be, you know? So I think it's important that we kind of step away every once in a while and just be without it and learn to go through life without having to check our phones every 10 minutes. I think there is a lot of wisdom in what you just said, Heather. Thank you for that. So Mm -hmm. How does that square with what you're doing with DBU, which is, um, has a lot to do with online presence and social mm -hmm. media, fodder, talk about that. Well, my job is interesting, um, both at DBU and 
through Lost Online because I do content creation. So it requires me to be on my phone and my computer and create that content that people are going to engage with all day long. So it's interesting because I kind of have this like viewpoint in the middle where I I see technology and digital media and social media as necessary, um, but that's also how I make a living is through creating online content. So it's, it's an interesting little world that I live in where I'm finding this balance of writing about like how to, you know, how to pull yourself away from technology, not be so invested and help yourself, but also use it as a tool to tell people about things that I think are important and spread messages that I think people should know about instead of just, um, you know, instead of just the typical photos you would see of people out to lunch or, you know, just the, the random photos or the random content that just kind of is a bunch of noise and doesn't really do anything for people. So I try to make what I do at DBU on my blog and on my own social media, something that I think could give back to people and could help them and inspire them in some way. And Heather Clark, you do that. Thank you very much. I'm so glad you're part of the team. Mm, thank you. That makes me so happy. And you can find Heather online at lostonlineblog.com. Thanks for joining us again on Relax and Take Your Bra Off, a podcast where we dive into all sorts of topics about breast health. Got a story you'd like to share? We'd love to hear it. Email me, sandy at denseultrasound.com to share your story and maybe be part of a future podcast. Thank you to denseultrasound.com for sponsoring this show. Check them out online to learn even more about the latest in breast health news and diagnostics and to take charge of your own breast health. Find out how to get $10 off for you and a friend. Check out me and my plus one at denseultrasound.com. Go now before you forget and click the follow button on this podcast so you'll get notified when we add new shows. Until next time, remember to give yourself a gift every day. Relax and take your bra off. <laughs>